y'all. It's Ashley. And Shantavia. And, and this, this is Obedience Podcast. So today we have a very, very, very special guest. And I am excited. How about you, Ashley? I'm excited to meet Auntie. <laughs> well, she requested to be on this podcast almost last year around the time that we started. But we wanted to wait until the perfect time. And we know that now is the perfect time. So let me give you guys a little background on who we have today. So she is an author of My Life Was Centered Around the Wrong Men, a motivational speaker, the founder of Hats and Heels Incorporated, and above all, she's a God-fearing living testimony. So I want to introduce to you all my aunt, Andriana. Inserts clap. I have been eagerly awaiting to join you ladies. I so enjoy your podcast. I'm, I'm always watching on Facebook, but mostly on YouTube. And mm-hmm. I really enjoy it because I love what you guys offer for the community. And uh, it's just been very beneficial, you know, mm-hmm. very beneficial. And I'd just like to tell you guys to keep up the good word. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. So we always like to start off with the icebreaker question. So with the reboot of Supermarket Sweep, um, Leslie Leslie Jones Jones is the host this time. Uh, With the reboot of that show, I was watching it and I thought it was interesting how each team had a food name. Mm -hmm. So I was wondering, like, if y'all were a guest on the show, what would be your food name? Your team name. It has to be a food item. I think we would call ourselves the Hamburglers. <laughs> oh, I like that one. The Hamburglers. Because we're coming to take the prize. <laughs> okay. okay. I like, I like that, that one. <laughs> See, I had to go and research the show because I do not remember that show. I used to watch it as, a, I think it was like old episodes, but I was still a kid. But it was an older episode when I was a kid. I don't remember so, it all, so I had to go research it. So I did watch it. the first episode. I said Team Cookies. Okay, Because I have a love-hate relationship with cookies. Mm-hmm. You want to e- elaborate on <laughs> I love them, but then I hate them. Because once I start, I can't stop. I understand. <laughs> it's mostly love with me. <laughs> that sounds about right, ladies. The same thing I have the issue with, with hamburgers. <laughs> I love hamburgers. Mm-hmm. You know what I like most on my hamburger? and It will also be my team name, Pickles. I like extra pickles on my hamburger. A crispy pickle. And don't give me no sweet pickle. They're supposed to be separate. Out of everything on a hamburger, you like the pickles, pickles the most? Extra. Not even a beef? Spicy. Let me give you my Chick-fil-A order. Spicy chicken sandwich. Extra pickles. Chick-fil-A sauce and Polynesian sauce. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. So now that we've broken the ice, we want to go ahead and jump into our discussion. So, briefly describe your journey to everyone of discovering your lupus diagnosis and also your journey to creating your nonprofit organization, Hats and Heels Incorporated. As any patient will tell you, um, getting a diagnosis to lupus is very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, you will not walk into any position. Um, within the first six to eight months with a diagnosis, you will see several specialists. Um, It's a very, um, how would I say, it's a very manipulative disease. 
Um, so it kind of mimics other diseases. <laughs> so you'll, nine times out of 10, you'll get those diagnoses first until um, you finally make it to the rheumatologist, which specializes in lupus. And then you have certain tests that will give you um, false positive. Because, I mean, even if you get that positive ANA or something, it's usually other symptoms and signs that the physicians are looking for to mm -hmm. diagnose you with lupus. So it was a very, very trying um, time trying to get a diagnosis. And um, as I speak to other women in our patient support group, I've learned that this is normal. You know, a lot of people tell me that, oh, it took about five or six years for me to be correctly diagnosed with lupus. And yes, and um, that actually happened to me as well. I've seen several physicians before I was um, accurately diagnosed with lupus and it was really long for me, you guys. I was diagnosed 23 years ago. Wow. And when I was diagnosed with lupus, there was little um, to nothing about there. I remember Dr. William Baudet, um, um at Providence Hospital telling me, you know, go to the, to, to the library because internet wasn't even out there like that, like it is today. So he was like, uh, Miss Bush, go to the library and look up some things and, you know, you can find out. And I'm like, but you're the physician. And then he explained to me in all the uh, medical books, there was only a paragraph mentioning lupus. So then just recently, um, about two years ago, went off to UAB and found out that I had another form of lupus, which, you know, I didn't, I, I was like, oh my goodness, mm -hmm. wow, how could this happen? So mm -hmm. Lupus is very um, tricky. It's very hard to diagnose. It's very hard to track. That's why I tell people all the time to keep a journal and journal your symptoms and journal the things that you're experiencing so that when you go to the physician, you mm -hmm. can have all this information right here you know, in front of you and you can ask him about some of the things that you're experiencing and he can you know, speed up the process. But it's a very, very... Um, long process of being diagnosed and symptoms but yes um one being um you're very fatigued mm -hmm. fatigue 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 and another one is um inflammation and swelling and and perspiring over perspiring um highlighted skin um stomach issues bowel issues joint issues yeah heart issues mm -hmm. um yeah yeah it, it's a lot of symptoms so many people didn't don't know that there are different types of lupus i didn't you know mm -hmm. yeah it's different types of lupus i mean you can get a, a form of lupus when you get pregnant and it's called um yeah neonatal lupus pregnant women get gestational diabetes you can get neonatal lupus you know and but and then there's drug-induced lupus certain medicines you take oh yeah certain medications that you take can give you signs and symptoms of lupus wow yes, yes. this is the latest news that i you know know of is uh i'm going to try to pronounce it it's very difficult for me even when i go into the ERs and doctors and tell them that I have it. I can't really pronounce it, but it's called antiphospholic lupus. Uh -huh. And what that is, is a form of lupus that throws out blood clots. Oh. And, uh, yeah, it's a form of lupus that throws out blood clots. 
So yeah, and then it's um it's Discord Lupus, and that's the people you will see like Seal, the the musician, mm -hmm. and you'll see some people with their darker skin or the leathery type skin. That's that's the skin lupus, or you'll see them with the missing hair. But it's 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 all a form of lupus, and then there's systemic lupus, which is the one that hit every part of your body, and that's mm -hmm. the one I have also. So yes, ma'am, is it's many different forms of types of lupus and there's no cure and um researchers say two-thirds of the people know little or nothing about lupus besides his name you know oh, that's all they know lupus that's they don't know that's just, it's an autoimmune disease that causes the body to fight itself mm -hmm. but um it was it was very hard ladies i went through a lot i didn't understand a lot and like i said um didn't know about wasn't no information out there about it so i was kind of looking people were beginning to shun me or look at me as if i was hypochondric because one thing about having lupus people tend to um judge you by the way you look and if you look a certain way they feel as though oh, well, she's not sick she's not sick she's she looked this way or she looked that way but you cannot judge lupus by a person looks because my outer shell can look one way and then on the inside my body is literally fighting itself it's fighting itself which is which is it's a very difficult disease and it was a very hard time being diagnosed and um out of desperation because um people wasn't talking about lupus even now today it's it's, it's really challenging to get people to tell their story i don't know you know what it is or what about it but a lot of people like to kind of shy away and deal with it on their own mm -hmm. and that's kind of where i was headed but i saw that it was taking me downhill sort of into a depression mm -hmm. and i needed to voice what i was experiencing so out of desperation and out of um wanting to be heard of uh, hats and hills was birth mm -hmm. and um I went into a coma and um, I was on life support. And when I came out of the coma and came off life support, this was the vision God gave me. And I'm like, uh, Hanson, he lupus. I'm like, but I gotta, I gotta do this. I gotta put out books. I gotta, I gotta, I'm supposed to be a school superintendent. You know how we do. We, we, mm -hmm. we, we try to plan our life and, and then God, you know, show us, you know, he humbles us, mm -hmm. you know, and then we'll, we begin to see, okay, this is God's plan for my life. Yes. So I humbly accepted what God called me to do. And um, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure because I've gotten a chance to meet other women. You know, women that when I was thought I was going through this by myself or I didn't understand some of the symptoms and some of the um, anxiety that I was experiencing. And then when I heard these women talk, I was like, I was flabbergasted, honestly. I couldn't believe it. And I was like, wow, I was experiencing that. So mm -hmm. I knew then that the this support group was vital to the community because we can come in and, and we can share ideas and hopes and fears. And, you know, but we just could collectively support one another and encourage one another to, to fight this battle that a lot of people don't know about. I mean, mm -hmm. even when I go out to like sponsorships and most people, they'll pull me to the side and say, ma'am excuse me what is lupus mm -hmm. and you know and i'm like wow you know and it, it doesn't amaze me because like i said it's so little information out there about lupus and then i'll i'll tell them and they always seem to know somebody that knows somebody that has this disease 
So that's why I couldn't understand why we were so, you know, underfunded and overshadowed. But as you know, um, October was Lupus Awareness Month, but you know, they switched us over to May, um, which I don't understand that either, but I try to celebrate Lupus Awareness 12 months out of the year mm-hmm. because people need to know lupus is not going to go anywhere. It's mm-hmm. not going anywhere. There's no cure. It's not going anywhere. So people need to know. And I just was at the store yesterday, a guy, you know, I spoke, he looked at me and I saw him, you know, you could tell when somebody's watching you. He mm-hmm. said, so how are you doing? He said, well, I'm experiencing what you're experiencing. My wife is and I was like, okay. And I immediately got my card out. I gave him my card and told him, tell her to call me and um, we're going to get together. Because that, that support is vital to, to yeah. make it. Because like I said, when people are judging you um, with the way you look and, and it's not the way you feel, because people tell me all the time, oh, you look good, but they don't understand. I've had bilateral total hip replacements. I've had three spinal surgeries. I'm fighting paralysis right now. As we speak, I've had a nine hour cardiac ablation. I mean, it was hard having my heart burned. That was hard. You know, so I've had a hollow I mean, it, it's so much you go through. I've met women that I didn't even know once I had my hip replaced. I didn't know every 10 years you have to have it replaced again. And I learned all this through the support group. So it's vital that that information is out there because before Hats and Hills was birthed, there was nowhere in Mobile that we can go. You know, we would just get on the internet and search little things or search different groups. And, you know, they can only offer you so much or maybe send you a pamphlet here or there. I connected with what God had planned for my life. Mm-hmm. I knew then, I said, yes, this this needs to be out here. Because, you know, God said we are to love and to serve one another. And this is, so it turned into a ministry. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and I'm able to, you know, relate with other people, help them. They help me. We help each other. I used yeah. to feel bad about t- sometimes when I would post things on Facebook. But then I had a young man come to me and he said, no, you help me. Mm-hmm. Keep posting keep posting. So I post so people can know this is real. You know, people have a tendency of getting on social media and giving you this, what life should be like. And I try to give you the reality. I try to give you, I try to let you know that God's grace is sufficient. It's sufficient. And I feel as though he gave me this disease. You know what the word said, God will not put anything on you that you cannot handle. Mm-hmm. So in 2 Corinthians 12, 9, I heard him speak, and my grace is sufficient. So if he gave it to me, if he bought it to me, he'll bring me through it. Yeah. So I, I'm, I go through walking, no, whatever, whatever, God is here. God will never leave nor forsaken me. Yeah. And this is what I try to get out to the, to the women and men in the support group. We're not alone in this. Mm-hmm. Even if no uh, news station picked this up, if no one interviews, we're not alone. We got to stand together. So our voices can be heard in numbers. And that's why um, I birthed out Hats and Heels because I knew it was a need in the community. I knew people needed somewhere to go and heal with each other. And that's what I've learned to do. I've learned to embrace and heal along with these women. I've had women, you know, pull me to the side and say, well, I thank you for, you know, doing this and saying this or doing that because I couldn't, you know, but I tell them all the time, we're a team, we're in this together, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We, we get through this together. Mm-hmm. When I can't, you can. When I'm down, you help me up. When you up, 
or you down, I help you up. That's how it works. That's the beautiful thing about support. Like you just never know what people may think or what they may be feeling. But when you come together on common ground, you know, you, you can have something to relate to, such as lupus. You know, you can receive from someone that needs help in that area. You know, that's the beautiful thing about support. And just coming together and just having common, you know, common ground and just encouraging. That's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. I love it. So just keep doing what you're doing. It's helping so many people. And not just anything about lupus. I think that's what makes our platform so beautiful. Like our listeners, you know, they you can apply the word to so many different things, you mm -hmm. know. I don't think we could make it without the word. I know we couldn't make it without the word. You know, um... But, you know, I take about, I want to say about 25 medicines, medications. I do oral chemotherapy. Um, I do a six-hour infusion. I take oral chemotherapy every Wednesday. So I'm on two forms of chemotherapy. And most people be like, but how about chemo was for cancer patients? Chemo is for uh, lupus patients. Yeah. You know, most people be like, well, um, cancer, um, breast cancer or this cancer overshadowed us and we... No, we all, we have to support one another. It's all a struggle. It's, it's all hard. It's all difficult. Mm -hmm. it, it all makes us lean more toward God. Yeah. You know, and um, lupus was not a, um, a hindrance for me. It was not a thorn in my flesh. Lupus made me humble myself mm -hmm. and embrace God. It made me pull more to his word, lean more and, and, and trust him more and, and, and just need him more. It made me have a more passionate relationship with God. Mm -hmm. So all things, every experience that we you think is bad, everything that you think is bad is not always bad. There's beauty in ashes. And then that's what I found in lupus. I didn't know the strength that I had until I was able to deal with some of the things that I deal with going through, you know, going through with this disease. So I think lupus and the word go hand in hand because you know, the devil, he like to throw those fiery thoughts and tell you what you can't have, what you can't be, who you can't do, what you can't do. But I have to tell him all the time, I'm a child of the most high God and I can do all things through Christ that strengthened me. Now me by myself, I don't know y'all. <laughs> I don't know, but with God, I can conquer anything because he's given us power. He's given us power mm -hmm. to step on serpents and speak yeah. to scorpions and, and mindsets and strongholds and things that he said they won't harm us. And I believe every word he says, every word is yes and amen. So I tell people all the time, I try not to over, you know, overword them, but I tell them you're going to need the word. Mm -hmm. You're going to need the word because that's what's going to sustain you yeah. in this time and in this hour. So we incorporate the word at Hats and Hills. We pray before each meeting. Um, we send out, you know, texts over each other's phone, you know, because we know that's that's where our strength is. It lies in God. But I thank you guys for, for giving me this platform to um, let the people know that we do have a patient support group here in Mobile, Alabama, which is the only patient support group. And we do stand, we're partnered with the Lupus Foundation of America, Mid-South Chapter. And our um, meetings are usually every third Saturday of the month from 2 to 4 p.m. at Providence Hospital in Mobile, Alabama. But right now with the COVID-19, we've been on hold. So in January, we're going to, in January 2021, we're going to resume our meetings via Zoom. So, um, yeah. Okay. But um, 
Yeah, thank you guys so much for, for what you're doing in the community. So if someone wants to join um, the community, what do they need to do? Just reach out on the Facebook page? Yes, you, we are on all social media platforms. We're 251 Glamourflies. That's what we call ourselves because, you know, the, the butterflies is the lupus symbol. But we call ourselves the 251 Glamourflies. So you can find us on um, um, Facebook. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr. I mean, you, 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 you go out there. We're out there. LinkedIn. We're there. We're here for you. You know, we're here for the community. Uh, we're here to educate. That's our mission. Our mission is dedicated to increasing awareness and and teaching and implementing education and improving the quality of the lives with people diagnosed with this disease. We have a website www.hatsandhillsinc.org, and you can go on the website and. Find out about what we do in the community. You can look, take a look at our board and see some of the things that we offer, our past walks and um, our annual Strutting for a Cure Day. And we, you know, we just, we, we're new, but we, we, we're we young, but we, we're growing. We're mm-hmm. growing. Yeah. And I'm happy that people who get the diagnosis have somewhere to go, mm-hmm. especially in Mobile. Because yes. most people are like, okay, yeah, you got to go to UAB. And it's mm-hmm. like... You don't have a support group right in your home. So I'm glad that you are doing that and spreading awareness because it's a lot that we don't know. Like mm-hmm. like you said, it's always somebody that you know with lupus, but you don't know a lot about it. Yeah. One question I do have, how did you come up with the name Hats and Heels? Interesting because some days, you Heels days, I always like to say those are pretty fancy days. Mm-hmm. Pretty fancy days, you strut. So heels are like our pretty days when we're feeling good, when we we at the top of the game. Mm-hmm. And then hats are for our hat days mm-hmm. when we need a spoon or when we're sick or when we're in the hospital or when we're just not feeling so good. Mm-hmm. Some days we'll call them hat days or spoon days. So I combine the two hats and heels. That's oh, that's perfect. I like that. Yeah. Hats and heels. Because yeah. so, with lupus, you just don't know what kind of day you're going to get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've lost so many people to lupus. And um, we had a member um, we lost um, in 2017, Jasmine Haynes. And uh, she, she succumbed from lupus. But we, we created the Monroe White Senior Scholarship Award in, in her honor. So what we do, we offer lupus patients of um, $500 scholarship. Well, in the previous years, I've been breaking them into two fifty, so two people can have mm-hmm. a um, have a scholarship. But my goal is to one day be able to give like five thousand dollars, or they, you know, can uh, at least have a spa day or vacation yeah. day, or just relax and enjoy or something that you know they want to do to that offers them peace with this disease. But mm-hmm. I thank God that um, he's. He's been able to, you know, he's been able to enable me to do this, you know, to do this. Mm-hmm. And I think the sponsors out here in Mobile, because Walmart has, ooh, my goodness, you guys. Walmart mm-hmm, and Sam's Club, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. They, they, yeah. Everybody in the, the, the Mobile community has been amazing. And I just thank God for his grace that I'm able to do what I'm able to do for the community. Sometimes I'm on my walker, because y'all do know I use assistance. I have a cane, and some days I have to use my walker, and then some days I'm in my chair. But then some days I can do it, you guys. I can walk, I can, you know, and I'm, I'm not complaining, because it could be worse. Mm-hmm. It could be worse. 
you know, and I'm able to show them with God, mm-hmm. we can do anything. Yes. And that's what that's I had true. to learn. I had to learn that. With God, we can do anything. And you guys, y'all can do anything. Mm-hmm. This platform can, woo, y'all can have over two, three, four, five million viewers. You just got to trust God. Auntie, I think you know what our next episode is going to be because yeah. you have hit on it a couple of times. <laughs> and it kind of leads me to my next question. We're currently in our three PE series. Um, what we've been, the first one was perspective, second is priorities, and our next one will be power. So we wanted to ask the question, what scripture do you lean on and kind of remind you of the power of God when you're going through those tough days and you just need some strength. It's really difficult for me to kind of like narrow it down to one. <laughs> um, it, it is, but um, I want to say I lean totally on Second Corinthians twelve nine um, because I have a lot of things coming at me. You know, you're never going to just have lupus. You're going to have probably fibromyalgia, rheumatoid arthritis, uh, gestational diabetes or or, or profit you're gonna have something that rides along with lupus and um with that I had to um trust God and know you know that he's give if he's given this to me that his grace is right there for me to get through it mm-hmm. if he's giving it to me you can get through it I'm here I'm right here so I think that's the one I'll go with second Corinthians 12 9 it's times I lay in my bed and I say oh why me, or, or, or why this, and because I, I, I fight with infertility, and, and, and I said, oh God, and I, I could have a baby, and I couldn't do this, and then God said, why not you, if, if not you, then who, if not now, then when, and I said, I surrender God, I surrender, and days when it's shown up hard, I mean, I can't even slide out the bed, mm-hmm. it's like he gives me that grace, he gives me that grace to be able to do it, so with that being said, I thank you guys for what you're doing. I thank you for the platform you have. Um, I, I, I pray that it grow and it will grow. And I want you girls to stay encouraged, stay focused. I don't care what it looked like. I don't care. You don't look at what it looked like. You, you push mm-hmm. forward. You push forward what you're doing because it's a good thing and it's helping people because I know it has even reached into my household when my brother sat down and was speaking to me about you guys last with James when we was talking about James and how we're going to count it all joy with what we're going through, you know. Mm-hmm. So you guys are doing an amazing job. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I enjoyed the interview. You encouraged me. I really appreciate y'all. I do. We appreciate you for coming on and sharing mm-hmm. your story. Yes. Thank you. Thank so you. So enlightening. Thank and you. just want to encourage you to keep on going. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm so just encouraged by just your testimony. Like even on your bad days, you mm-hmm. know, you continue to go. So yeah. continue to strut with your hats and your heels, honey. Yes. <laughs> and your yes. lipstick yes. too. <laughs> I told a young young lady yesterday, she said, she was passing by our home in um, Trinity Garden. She said, you just won't stop. And I said, well, if I stop, Mm -hmm. you don't never stop. And she looked at me, she said, you're right. You don't stop. Mm -hmm. You don't stop. You don't stop. Don't stop. It's been times when I've been at our patient support group meeting, and it's only been me. Mm -hmm. Sitting at the table, crying. Weeping, 
wondering why. I thought it was something with me. I thought it was the way I looked. I thought it was because I wasn't bright enough or skinny enough. Why won't they come? But then God said, "Mm -mm, you show up. And so I started showing up. I was showing with Chick-fil-A because <laughs> it'd be so much food. I mean, it would be red lobster, gift cards, everything. I'm sitting right in there content and happy because this is what he told me to do. Yeah. I, try, I try to stay focused and not look at what anything looked like. Mm-hmm. And just trust God. I like That's that. What, just yeah. do what he told me to do. That's it's all something I'm doing. about being obedient to God. That's, to right. God and, so. That's it. And I, I, I say this all the time. When God speaks to me and say, you don't have to tell me twice. Mm. <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it's a blessing. Well, we're definitely going to have you come back on the show when it's safe to meet in person. Yes, I would love to. I would love to come back and I would love to talk about our annual awareness day and our annual walk that we do here in the city of mobile our upcoming plans for a mayor ball in the city of mobile mm. um yeah we have big plans and um COVID 19 may have slowed some things down mm-hmm. but we're gonna quit over here you <laughs> we really we're not gonna stop <laughs> yes yes y'all have the platform now to reach this generation mm-hmm. and 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 you can show people you know because people don't know you assume they know you know what I'm saying? You assume they know. Oh, they at church or they here. They know, you know. It's yeah. some people that's watching you guys wondering what you got that they don't have. And I try to tell everybody, we all have the Holy Spirit. You just yeah. have to submit to it. Mm-hmm. It's nothing one person has that another person don't have. God grace is sufficient for us all. Yeah. The same grace he gave Peter, Paul, and John, he'll give it to you. Yeah, that's true. Oh, you guys are doing an amazing job. And that's what I like when I saw y'all doing that reverse role and showing, put it out there, show them that it's it's cool to read the word. Mm-hmm. It's cool to journal. So that's that's great, you guys. That's great. Great. great I don't know where my life will be like without it because <laughs> save my life <laughs> let me tell you something yeah. that's a whole nother video we're gonna get off <laughs> yeah, whatever you need obedience podcast to do or be at we'll be there just let us know yeah. we definitely want to support absolutely okay thank you guys <laughs> i just have to thank keep you. keep what you said i'm mm-hmm. doing what god told me to do no matter that's what it looks like I'm, I'm just doing what i'm supposed to be doing well, thank you, you thank you for the motivational speaker we didn't even pay for that i know right <laughs> appreciate it Y'all see what y'all oh, can get if y'all hire her to motivation to speak for y'all. <laughs> so y'all be blessed. Thank you too, and thank you for coming on. Thank you. So once again, I want to thank my aunt for coming on and sharing her story and doing something so powerful mm-hmm. and just being obedient. Yeah, We love to see it. And love to hear it. Thank you so much for the encouragement. We mm-hmm. really appreciate it. So we want you guys to remember to come on back so you can see the last part of our 3P series mm-hmm. where we'll be talking about power. So we got a lot of perspective on how to reach out to God's power during this episode. So you want to be sure to catch the last part of the series. So until then, as always, be obedient. We'll see you guys next time.